this is Jamie and Beth. <laughs> and we're the geriatric millennials, two youngish, oldish ladies talking about dating today. Dating yeah. in your 40s. 40s. What the F? Didn't, I just want to say, I did not think I would be here. I thought I would have met my match 20 years ago. And now I'm like, well, we're down to the, to the, maybe it's not going to happen because it's so bad out there. Is it? It's really bad. And when we're talking about dating today, I'm single and Jamie is very much married. Yes. I've been married for 19 years. It's crazy. It is. It's a long time. Yeah. But I feel like I can still talk about dating because I feel like we still kind of date, kind well, of. So we'll talk about it. It's, I don't know. I feel like it's still important to date in your relationship. Yeah. Because you just don't want to be like, you don't want to be that couple that just calls each other mom, pa, and only talks about their kids. <laughs> true. It's true. Like, it's like, okay, well, your kids are gone now. What's going to happen? You're I like, know. Oh, we're Sometimes I think about that and I'm like, oh, dang. <laughs> Huh. Okay. Which I just have to say, like, I, I have a, a acquaintance from high school that is becoming a grandma. And I'm just like, oh, we're at that age now where we can be grandmas. Yeah, I have Lovely. a close friend who is a grandma. Yeah, that's weird. It's so it's okay. Yeah. But yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. yeah. But it's moving on. There. Moving on. But it's 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 the month of love. And so we thought we would share some of our well, what it's like to date right now. Yes, that's what I want to talk about. I specifically want to talk. I want you to talk is what I really want because I'm off. I'm the, as we were talking about this, I'm, I'm not even dating right now. Like I'm only dating like in theory, in theory. Okay. Because it's still, like, but, to, but there's reasons for that. There's very much. The so reasons let's for that. talk about it. You know, I, I'm in my forties mm -hmm. and in my early forties and I live in a smaller community. I think that is a huge, it's a huge, that's a huge, but I, I see women talk about being in big communities and not finding, you know, men gentlemen callers type of thing uh I think it's just been it's been an interesting journey like I was kind of late to the like dating dating game like heavy dating just because like I was busy like yeah. I I was in college I worked all the time I left college I opened businesses and I was like doing stuff and I literally didn't have time for anything like I remember my friends were having babies and I was building like my brand yeah. and then that crashed and burned um and then I got into youth ministry and like you know that was a I, whole thing I as feel a like minister. that is a whole thing it is very challenging to date as a minister. I'm just going to say like, I believe you. It was super awkward. I was involved in a bunch of like Christian community of other young people, but most of them were married. And then the ones that weren't are like, these are my two choices. You know, here's Alan and here's Rick. Which yeah. one do you want to date? And it's just like, neither. Yeah. You know? And so it was just always so complicated oh. and I would meet guys and they would be cool for a while. And then it was like, they would want like th their expectations were just things I couldn't I couldn't do like mm -hmm. it just wasn't a reality mm -hmm. and so then I found myself just being like um what they used to call a spinster I call it a female bachelor bachelorette uh <laughs> and being just kind of like the fun rich auntie to yeah. my friends you know yeah. in many ways and it's just like you know I've been trying to date more recently it kind of there's a little bit of a pause during like the whole COVID yeah. stuff but it is like the struggle is so real well I feel like dating has changed significantly so because of the internet so oh, yeah. now is that the main way that yeah. people meet Find people each other. Mm -hmm. to date I think it is yes that is that is yes I have tried to have friends 
set me up before. I I would prefer a meet cute. I want to bump into somebody in the produce department, you know, at a concert, not that I go to concerts, at a restaurant, you know, like just yeah. meet in a way and just like kind of kind of organically meet at work, something like that where it's a little just more in person because the vibes that people give off are so strong. Yeah. And it's like, I, I'm, but I've been forced to be on dating apps. You know, I've done Bumble. I've done Hinge. I don't even know what Tinder, these are. Match, yeah. Plenty of fish. That one was trash. And, um, just all these different, there's all these different dating apps, which all have different connotations that come with them. Okay. And I think I, I just, there's a few things that I've noticed with guys my age. First of all, they want women that are significantly younger than me. They're what? in their forties. They want 27 year olds. Gross. Yeah. It's a whole thing. Another thing is that like, I don't know what happened to our generation of men, but I really look at the downfall as like those shows in the nineties that were like the guy is like kind of like a schlubby guy and he has a hot wife and he's like a, a normal average guy and he has this beautiful wife. And it's like, I remember that guy, Kevin Malblart, the guy from the mall cop. The mall cop. Yeah. That what show? Guy. Yeah. Yeah. That Kevin, guy. Okay. whatever his name. And he had that show King of Queens. I think it was with, he had the hot wife and then there was that Ray Romano show. And there's just a lot of shows where there's these normal average guys with above average women. And it, to me, it feels like sometimes men have been sold this thing that like, no matter what they bring to the table, they deserve a 10 plus, uh. like they deserve the hottest, thinnest, most beautiful put together woman. And it's like, I feel I'm shaking my is, head over here. This is my this is my experience as a stubby black woman who's short. Don't freaking call adorable. yourself stubby. I am stubby. I am a, like a little chicken nugget. I think I'm a freaking adorable. You are freaking adorable. I look in the mirror. I'm like that's that's a ten. Yes. Personality ten. Looks fire, but busted. Like yes, all those things. But like other people look at me like, oh, that's an overweight middle aged woman who's short and is wearing you know sweatpants to the club to each their own. Um, but, but it's like, but so like I, I would be on these dating apps and it's like, first of all, if you're, if you're at all overweight in any way, like we're talking over a size six, eight, you're already like at a disadvantage. I happen to be black. That is so not right. It's not. I happen to be a black woman in a primarily white town. Historically, you can come at me, go Wikipedia, but there's a tendency for white men not to date outside of their race, specifically mm -hmm. black women. And a lot of men choose not to date black women. So my pool is like very small. Okay. Um, so that's like two, not strikes against me, but just two factors that mm -hmm. add into this of like a limited pool. So, I mean, I go on these dating sites. I try to take cute pictures. I I don't even like taking pictures. Jamie knows this. Like yeah. for us to take a picture, we've taken. You just need a good headshot and then just use that one. No, you can't just use that one. Oh. You are out of the loop, girl. No, I you have totally to have am out like, of the loop. What are you talking about? You have to have a face beauty shot. You have to have a full body shot when you're what? overweight. Yes, because you have to let them know what they're getting into or they'll be like, oh, you catfished me. Like, you know, you, you wow. don't look, it's a whole thing. And so- You have to take a picture of your body? Yeah, not like suggestive, like- I but know, but like, still, I guess, oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. okay. You have to take an adventure shot. You know, I don't do adventure. What am I supposed to do? Like, here's me and my cat on my couch with my, my Nintendo Switch controller. That's yeah, my adventure. You should. No. So there's just all of this like energy and effort that you have to put into your profile that I just don't have the bandwidth for. Okay. I have a younger friend and like, I've had her help me before with things and like, I'll send her my bio to make sure it's cute. And But the, the worst thing is, is like, so you put yourself out into the world. Firstly, like people will... I see this on TikTok and I'm always afraid somebody's going to do it. They'll be like swiping through and they'll like do screenshots of people they don't think are cute and stuff. And then I'm like, oh my How gosh. How rude. So rude. 
But at the same time, I appreciate it because I do it to guys that are like being total dicks on social media. <laughs> anyway, so it's like you have to have your whole profile. And then if you start matching with people, it's like a lot of effort. It is, Jamie, it is beyond. You can't just like go live your life and be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. In, yeah. No, I see why you want to just meet someone. So then it's like, in okay. Real life. I always pay the subscription because okay. I like to be able to see who views me. And I typically only will match with people that have matched with me because it's like, okay, I know that they're open to dating a black person and hopefully they have less bias. And yeah, I really don't want to be like dating. So are you only racist. looking at local people though? Um, I've gone bigger than that, but I'm not doing like the whole world, but you know, like okay. a good radius. But what, like, is that? what is your definition of a good radius? Like, like 500 Seattle? miles. Are you going to look like in five, Seattle, like, Portland? That's not a great, that's not a great pool, but yeah, 500 I'm miles. I'm just saying, is that too yeah. far away? No, no, like okay. 500 miles. Like that's a good I don't race. know what that means. I don't know okay, how many yes, miles yes, away that is. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. I'm geographically all, challenged. All the way to like Seattle, Portland. Okay. But those I'm, aren't I'm great pools curious. either. Yeah. Well, so, I'm not surprised, but still, that's a lot bigger city yeah. than But so you where start matching are. with people and then there's this, so many of these guys just want to text back and forth and back and forth. So you have to be flirty and witty and do like cute what? banter through like the app text or you have to give them their snap, which there's this one guy, he always wanted my snap. I'm like, sir, I'm not sending you booby pictures. It's just not going to happen. And like, that's what he wanted. Uh, eventually, yeah. Like a lot of these guys, they want like, it, I remember this one person, I matched with him and he's a black guy and I never, you know, there's very few black guys here and he seemed nice enough. And I, he, we started talking, he just wanted to hook up that night. And it was just like, no, I'm good, but good luck out there, sir. And it's just like, yeah, especially when I was doing youth ministry, I'm like, that is not an option for me to be like booty call central up in here. Like, yeah. Like, honestly, when I've been like in the past, when I've been in youth ministry, like I wouldn't even like, I, I couldn't really tell people I was dating even like I had to keep everything. So I'm really private about it because I never want my students to think I'm out there. Like, you know, pumping and pumping and dumping. No, that's breastfeeding. But you know, like just being out there. So anyway, so, like, but you're not in youth ministry anymore. I know. But like now I'm just like, again, going back to this effort has been very like, mm. oh my gosh. Like I can't do the back and forth. One time I was at a, like a dinner, dinner, not party, but I was just hanging out with friends and I was talking to this guy and I just was like, not doing a good job. And they were like, Beth, we're going to help you. And so one of my friends- You were talking to them through text. Through text. So okay. it's all through text. Um, so this one guy, so one of my friend's boyfriends, he grabs my phone and he's talking to the guy and he's like, you got to use this many, this ratio of emojis and blah, blah, blah. And they were having a great conversation, him and this guy on the match. And I just, I ended up going and, you know, having Thinking some it was you. nachos and like sitting in with my girlfriends and laughing. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, that is exhausting. Yeah. Like the, like my friend was trying to break down all the ratios of how you have to do this Jeez. and that. And I was just like, I... I barely text my friends, people I love. Yeah. And to think of having to do this with a new person is freaking horrible. Not to mention like just, I mean, I've done Zoom dates. I've gone on like, I've tried to hang out with a few a different- Zoom date would be so awkward. It was very awkward. This was COVID time. I There's this guy that we kept, like we just kept missing each other. But he would like- he would come into town because he lived out of town. So you'd come into town and he would be like, oh, you want to hang out? And he would give me like 15 minutes notice. And I was like- that doesn't work for me. Like, no, you want to not respectful of my time, my energy, my effort. Like it's a Saturday. I'm doing my nails. I'm like having a self-care Saturday moment. I can't just drop and like come hang out with you at the movies. Like, right. what are you doing? You need a little more notice than that. So that's just like, that's just scratching the surface. But, but just to even find people to match, it's just so wild out there. Cause again, so many guys want women that are younger or like, they're just, you just see all the baggage. Like these guys that call women females type of guys. And they're just are very like about like being the man type of thing in their profiles. And you're just like, okay, 
or their profile pictures them in a fish. You know, it's just like, what is happening? (laughs) I think that there's got to be a lot of a lot of people who have been divorced, too. Right. And our, in our, in our season of life. Yes. Which I don't, that doesn't, that doesn't bother, bother me. No, but I'm just saying there's another layer of baggage because there's probably a lot of them are fathers. Yes. And like, here's my thing. I have a pretty amazing life. I have amazing friends. I have a great job. I provide for myself. I do kind of what I want to do. Like I have fun. Some people might not think it's fun, but I have fun. Yeah. And I, like to th- and I'm, and I have a safe space. So it's like it's almost like I'm looking for someone that's going to enhance my life, not complete my life. Yeah. And so like my life is complete. And so I think that's the hardest part about dating at this age is just like it's not I don't want to be like I have an inflated sense of ego or whatever, but it's like you have to bring something to the table that makes my life better because if you look at the realities of what happens to women in relationships, they take on a lot of the emotional labor. They take a lot on a lot of the like household chores. I think I just read something that when you're, you're like, in a relationship, I, you're you get like, eight I don't... hours more a week of chores Jeez. when you're in a you're partnership. Like, I don't want to date somebody that I have to then all of a sudden like do their laundry and laundry and right? dishes. I don't want them to disrupt my life in a way that now it's like, oh, it's like another job. Yeah. Like I want to be able to come home at the end of a long day after I've worked a hard, you know, a hard day making my money yeah. and not have to. You might to... want to rethink the booty call thing. Maybe. <laughs> That's a lot of work too. Cause you got to, you know, stay cute. That's the thing. I need the booty call that doesn't care that I'm not going to be cute. Like, Oh, I'm here. I'm in sweats. All right, now go, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. Oh but my gosh. Anyway. So that dating has been challenging and I, and oh my gosh, there's sometimes too, like I've met some guys and I've hung out with some guys and I've really tried to like make that connection and have the spark. And, but I've just, I've hung out with some guys and been dating guys that have been very like, they haven't done the work on themselves Uh in the sense of like the emotional, like therapy, like getting over your childhood and any trauma or drama in your life so that you can be a healthy partner for your next person. It's more like they're coming in like, oh, you seem to have things together. Can you fix me? And Uh, I'm just like, oh, no, thank you. Yeah. So anyway, that's been my experience. It sounds bleak. It does. But then the other part of me is like, I see some of these women online that are like, they're like, no, I'm just going to be like single and like love my life and do what I want to do. And I'm like, that's so encouraging. And it's part of it. I mean, it's kind of like one of the first times in history where women have the opportunity to do that, where I, you don't have to be married to be a landowner or have a bank account, right. or you can have a job that actually is a living wage job. You know, you can travel the world, everything solo or with girlfriends or with, you know, your couple friends or whatever it is yeah. and enjoy life in a big way without you know, having to have a partner. That's you fantastic. Know? It's, I don't know, it's kind of freeing. Like I I have friends that could not be without their husband, right? Like they would not know how to function in life without their husband. Like to the point where it's like, they don't even know where they bank, which to me, mind blowing. Yeah. Like if that's you, okay. Everybody does their relationships differently, but I just, I like the independence and freedom of just being able to know like, I created all of this world around me myself. Like yeah. not in a grocery, but like I decorated my place. Right. I picked out the couch. <laughs> yeah. I decided where I was gonna live, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, that's my that's my current dating state. Um, the other fun thing is is that I keep having friends that try to hook me up with guys or like oh. set me up with guys. Do you like that? No, because some of my friends will be like any black man they know, they're like, that's a man for Beth. Just regardless of age. Because he's black. <laughs> 
because he's whack. And I'm like, first of all, that is a child. He's 24 years old. That is not somebody that is a dateable age. Or it's like the reverse. Like I remember one time my friend tried to hook me up with someone. And they're like, here's the thing. And at the time I was much younger. This was like, I think I was like, must've been like 23, 24, okay. somewhere like that. And my friends were like, they were trying to hook me up with somebody with um, her husband's job. And he was like, here's the thing. He's divorced. He has a couple kids. He's in his mid fifties, but you know, maybe. And I was just like, when you were 23. When I was 23. Because it's like people just are like, they're like, who's the one thing? Who, who do I know that's single? Yeah. Okay, that's a match, you know, yeah, without yeah, really, yeah, without thinking like, is it though? Is it a match? So, I mean, I would love to trust my friends and family to hook me up. I mean, I've set up two people in my life. Both are married happily with wow. a million kids. Wow. Who, who's that for me? <laughs> you know, would you ever consider expanding the radius more broadly? Because yeah, of the independent woman that you are who can get on a plane and go somewhere or vice yes, versa. But I don't want to be in a long, like a long distance relationship because what's the point? Because then what are you doing? You're on, you're texting, you're, you know, you're on mm -hmm. the phone. No, no, no. I need someone that can be at my house to go reach something high on the counter. That's really what I'm looking for. I'm looking <laughs> not, and then people are like, oh, she's probably a, like a height queen. You know, she wants somebody. No, because that's a, always a big thing. Uh, a discourse. height queen? It's like the women that want somebody that's like six, you have to be six foot or higher kind of thing. Oh. And then there's like always this like kind of back and forth where it's like, you know, guys will be like, well, oh my gosh, there's this one guy, people are like, well, how tall are you? And they're like, well, how much do you weigh? It's like this battle oh, in the thing, in the in the dating, online dating world, kind of meme -y. Anyway, I'm five foot two. Yeah. Would I like to have somebody taller than me? Absolutely. Because I just need the arm length. Yeah. Because guess who was at the Target the other day trying to get some magic erasers and they were all the way back. So I had to go and get like a Swiffer stick to like launch up to the top shelf to try, to try and like wiggle it down and nobody was walking by me that was tall and would help. Yeah. So yeah, I need somebody with a little bit of height, but I mean, it's not much. So. You know what? I also, side note, I also feel like, I mean, I know you, you said 24, not a dateable age, but I do feel like there can be possibilities of a broader age range. So I'm curious what you, do you put those filters, I do put on? filters Yeah. Because what if you're missing somebody that's like one year out of that range? Too bad. I'm sorry. My filter is like 10 years, you know, like five years. Because of, let me just tell you that I met this couple and <laughs> she was 40 and he was like 21 no. or 22 or something. No. It's just, they Jamie. have been married for 19 years. They've been married for 19 years. Yeah. No. I know, that's I know. It's an unusual thing, I know. But I was like, that's dang amazing. lady, like good for you. Cause yeah. um, that's that kind of amazing. I, she, yeah, but I mean, here's the thing. My guess is that woman has the energy level of somebody younger. <laughs> Because I have a 40-year-old woman energy <laughs> level. So like if some 23-year-old guy is like, hey, let's hang out. I'm like, son, no. Because you know what? I'm home at 7.30. That's yeah. where, that's my happy place. You're just, you're not even going out yet. Yeah. You're barely getting in the shower at 7.30. You're going out at nine. Yeah. I'm, I'm in bed. Yeah. I've already done my skincare routine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I think it's more about energy levels. Yeah, or like, I can see or, that. Or, or, I can see yeah. that. But anyway. Oh my gosh, so I, I mean, love... I, I love talking about this. I love hearing, it's I love hearing it. But I also think it sounds like to me, you're saying you don't necessarily feel a high motivation to try to really date as far mm -hmm. as, because you're kind of happy with your life. I yeah. mean, like I'm not planning on having kids. Okay. okay. I can buy my, I'm getting ready to buy my own house. Okay. Right. I mean, double income would be real nice because I could go on better trips, but I can 
I can make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of an interesting place to be to just like, and it took me, it's been taking me a long time to get to a place of acceptance of like, okay. you know, like you're going to miss, you know, cause there's this whole pressure on women to get married, to have kids, to have the things that we're quote unquote so supposed to have at this stage in life. And I mean, I fall victim to it where I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, you're a failure in life because you haven't had kids. You're a failure because you haven't, you know, gotten married yet and all this stuff. And then I'm like, Beth, everything that you've wanted in life, you have gone after mm-hmm. and gotten some type of portion of it, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it's been. Might not look like what you wanted, but you got it. If you wanted to have a baby, you could have a baby. I mean, that's very true. And it's like the thought right now of having a baby is horrific. You know what I mean? Like if I could go back in time and have the option to have babies when my friends were having babies, maybe, because then it would have been fun because I would have been like, oh, Jamie and I just had babies at the same time yeah. and now they're growing up together and how cute and blah, blah, blah. But like to be like 42 and like, oh, I'm going to have a baby this year and just do it by myself and have to be woken yeah, up. It doesn't and sound things. like you want to do that. No. No, the only, I mean, the only reason I would want to have a baby is selfish. It'd be like to see what it looks like to look how cute it would be. Cause yeah. you know, it'd be damn yes, it cute would. and to see what kind of mother I would be. But I'm like, you know, what kind of mother you would be because you worked with kids for years and you treated them with love and kindness and all those things. And I can't imagine you just switching, flipping the switch and be like, nope, I'm going to treat my own kids like crap. Right. No, of course so, not. Yeah. yeah. And same with a partner. It's just like, cool. Like if you want to hang out, great. Like, yeah. If not, whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, it's weird. But then I see my friends like you and you and your husband have such a beautiful relationship. I know it's taken a lot of work and you guys actively yeah. work at it. Yeah. Um, I ran into them recently at a dance class, which I was like, all right. <laughs> but like, what are the things that you've done to keep your relationship healthy? Like to keep him as your boyfriend? Well, I feel like we've gone through seasons and there have been times where I'm just like, but there's also times where it does feel more like that. And I think uh, being intentional about still dating and mm-hmm. going out. So when we have an opportunity and now that our kids are a little bit older and they're all in school, that's changed. So now we'll do lunch mm-hmm. dates. And that is just easy because if he has a day off and I, and I, or if we both have time, mm-hmm. we can go out for lunch. So we like doing that. And that is a good time for us to just like connect and talk and catch up um, and have fun together. And then we've started this dance journey this last year, which to me has been really helpful. And now we go to these dance event things, which feels like going out yeah. on a date, even though we don't just dance with each other the whole time. Cause I don't, I don't want to do that. I want to dance with other people too, yeah. but it's, we're there together. Yeah. And, and so that's been really fun, but I think it's easy mm-hmm. t- when you're in a long-term relationship, at least in my experience, and I've only been married to this one person. It's easy to just get into a routine mm-hmm. and not take the time to really um, spend time with each other or connect. And mm-hmm. so it, we've had to be intentional about that. Yeah. Because life gets full, yeah. dude. And like now he's working full time and going to school. I'm working. We have three kids. And it's, a house. And a house and a freaking yard. Yep. And just, it's just a lot. Yeah. And so fortunately, I feel like now that our kids are older, we can just like leave them and we don't have to try to make arrangements for a babysitter. Because that's a tough thing too, is mm-hmm. just trying to make sure that everyone else is okay so that you can leave them. Yeah. Um, so we've been through lots of different seasons and now I feel like this one's pretty great. So, because, because our kids are older and we can just be like, bye guys, we're going out. So 
Well, and it's nice that you guys have some shared interests and hobbies. Well, and I think that that we've had a hard time finding that. And mm-hmm. we've tried to find different things over the years and nothing really has stuck. Like we, we bought kayaks, but that is something that takes energy and effort to make happen and planning. And it's not something that we can just easily do. And it's not something we can do really year round. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a seasonal thing. And we do in the summer go, but only at that time of the year. And mm-hmm. so we like to play games and there's a couple of games that we will play. Um, we used to watch shows together, which we I haven't really watched much <laughs> in the last year, but finding this dance thing, mm-hmm. I feel like has been so good because it is something we can do year round and it's easy. I mean, you can literally, we just dance in our kitchen when we practice, mm-hmm. you know, and we can just turn on music and do that. And that has made a huge difference. Yeah. So I feel like I'm really thankful for that. And outside of that, I mean, we do have some common interests, but not a lot of activities that we both Mm -hmm. really like to do together. So at least we have that. (laughs) You guys compliment each other well, though. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I see the intentionality in your relationship. I like, I appreciate because I, I mean, it's, I have an interesting perspective because I've seen all my friends get married, some divorced, some stay together and miserable, yeah. whatever. And and some happy, of course, but it's been interesting to see how my female friends navigate their marriages by mm-hmm. what they say. And it's like, you're, I have two friends, you and another friend, and they, you guys are very closed lipped and tight lipped about your, the inner workings of your marriage interesting. and like, and like fights and things like that. And and I have other friends that are very open about sometimes really petty things, at least in my book, to the point where the way they talk about their husbands makes me never want to marry a guy oh, ever yeah, because it sounds so horrible and unbearable oh, and yeah. so draining. And I'm like, mm, I mean- No, thank you. No, thanks. Uh, but I, <laughs> I think that that's one of the positives, uh, you know, in quote unquote dating your husband mm-hmm. is not- sharing all the secrets, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't, I just, I see the healthier, my friends with the, which I perceive as having healthier relationships tend to be more tight lipped on the little things in, in relationships that are annoying. Oh, but there's you plenty just, of those, but you just, there's plenty, you just shake it off and keep it moving. Cause mm-hmm. if you harp on those things after a while, they become big things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so, true. Yeah, anyway. It's true. Yeah. There's still a lot of little things that I'll tell you. But yeah. I don't, but I don't need to. You don't need to tell I don't me need to do that. Yeah. A lot of it, I have, yeah, I've been married a long time and there are things that if I allow myself to focus on, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be nearly as happy. Yeah. Because they're annoying. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's kind of annoying to uh, a, share everything and share like, a life with people. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> In all relationships. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's, I mean, there are times, you know, where I'm just like, oh, but if I stayed in that mentality and just focused on that, that would suck. Yeah. So it is more of a choice to, and, and it is, a, it's a mental, it's a mental thing I, for me yeah. to focus on the things that I appreciate, the things that I love, the things that I enjoy Yeah. in that relationship. So nice. and I don't always do a great job of that, but so much of my experience in my relationship comes down to my thoughts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fair. I mean, really, like it's yeah. my own thoughts. Like, mm-hmm. and something that I think that I want to work on more because it's made a big difference is just always giving the other person the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. 
and always expecting the best yeah. versus imagining the worst. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like if, if, if my husband does something or doesn't do something, I would have a natural tendency to be more, be judgmental and, and, and assume mm-hmm. the worst versus mm-hmm. assuming the best. And that's a shift that is um, hopefully continuing, like mm-hmm. that I want to do. Nice. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Which isn't really what we were talking about, but I don't know. I, I mean, either I way, it's, it's relationships are work. Like, yeah, but there's great benefits too. I mean, I'm yeah. really thankful that I've had Tony as my partner for the last 19 yeah. long years of life. I mean, it's a long time. And I'm happy I've had myself as my partner for yeah. the last 43 years. <laughs> yes. It's been a wild ride. <laughs> Wait, you're not 43 yet. I'm on my 43rd year though, because in the womb, I was still rocking it. You That's know? true. That's true. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, I feel like it's a journey. Life is a journey. And this whole dating thing, I, I appreciate you sharing too, because I, I imagine that being single mm-hmm. in your 40s, there have been seasons for you too, where people have just been, been really assholes. nosy. Yes. Like they want to <laughs> yes. know. And also like pressured or just like ex- just society expectations, mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff. And like, it's really nobody's damn business. business. Well, my, my godmother, um, she's passed now. I loved her so much. Um, but she gave me such great advice because I was in my thirties having these doubts and feelings. And she just looked at me one day we were meeting for coffee and she's like, Beth, you could get, you could get married in 10 years and be married for 20 years. And that still would be a really long time of being with someone. You're fine. And I was just like, that's a great perspective mm-hmm. because I had put a lot of emphasis on like being married, like my grandparents for like 50 years. And that was going to be your, you know, my marker. And she's like, it's a long time to be married to someone. Like just enjoy what you have right now. And I'm just like, all right. Yeah. And I think that wherever you are in whatever kind of relationship, I think the most important thing is that you're enjoying your life mm-hmm. because it's over someday and you're, you don't know what it's going to be. And it, it's just a sad thing when you look up and you feel like you've wasted time or mm-hmm. wasted your life, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's like, that's one of the things I'm, tr- I'm trying not to do anymore is, is, is be in that mindset of like, oh, I've wasted my time. I've wasted my life yeah. because I don't have five kids right now. My life has no value because I'm not wa- married. My <laughs> you know, life has no value. I'm pretty sure that a lot of mothers Moms are just like, oh, oh. five kids are looking at your life with envy. Like, oh gosh. I'm, I mean, it doesn't help that like I'm on some subreddits. I'm on the subreddit called like regretful parents or something. And oh, it's just gosh. people that are like, if you haven't had them yet, don't. It's really hard. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I, I see that. So <laughs> anyway. Hey, if you're enjoying this podcast and would like to support our show, you can share episodes with your friends and family, follow us on Instagram at the Geriatric Millennials, or leave us a positive review and rating, all which help us to grow. Our theme music was created by the Finley Ghost, so check out their latest album now. Thank you so much.